0: Welcome to Superhouse Podcast. We are doing another deep dive into the Batman universe. This is the man who knows too much about Batman, Ben Wan, and I'm here with...
1: I live in a world of indeed. This is Andrew, everybody. What's going on? And nice. today... <laughs> yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I like that.
0: So years before the CW released the Batwoman show, the first adaptation of Batwoman was a directed DVD animated movie called Batman Mystery of the Batwoman in 2003. Totally re- had heard of this before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, you hadn't even heard of this at all before this?
1: I'm not really, man. <laughs> but I definitely watched it today. Every we
0: animated did. episode, you're just like, I've never seen this. I've never heard of this one. I'm, I'm dude. like, dude, <laughs>
1: I'm I'm like somewhere between total casual and like you. <laughs> That's 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 my spectrum of Bat fan. That's
0: true. I'm like on the far extreme where people yeah. are just like, I've never heard of this shit. I'm just like, okay, I can't blame you because most people haven't.
1: I don't think I've seen every episode of the original animated one in the oh, 90s, really? but I've seen most of them. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So this was uh, kind of a later tie-in to it. So we had Phantasm, we had Sub-Zero, and uh, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, and now this one. And uh, I think we've all revisited this movie or visited this movie for the first time. Have you seen this one before, Wolfie? Okay, so you guys saw this for the first time. Yep. Uh, yep. These are your uh, first impressions. But for me, yeah, it it came out and it was kind of just like, oh, it it kind of just sprung up on me. Because I'm just like, I don't know the concept that well. I wasn't that familiar, too familiar with Batwoman comics other than her existence. I saw the movie. Um, and then I think I pretty much forgot about this it is afterwards. is a straight to DVD release in yeah, three? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was. Um, I think it seems more of like a let's just have fun type of stuff. It was a
1: little more lighthearted. You had it is. telling jokes and shit in this one?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. We've seen. <laughs> After yeah. all the animated stuff we've seen, it's even lighter than Batman vs. Dracula. Like, oh, it's, yeah, this is. is way more it is. kiddish. It feels like everyone was just like, let's just have a fun romantic comedy type Batman movie. I
1: kept waiting on the reveal that she was a lesbian, honestly. <laughs> and then Whoopi looks in the middle of the thing to Wikipedia or something. She's like, oh, she wasn't lesbian until New 52. Yeah. like, Oh, okay. Well,
0: a little bit before that in, in the, oh, the storyline story 52. I know it's confusing. Okay. Uh, but uh, that was like... 2005, so it was two years after this movie. Okay. Would have been hilarious though. <laughs> just yeah. like Bruce Wayne thinks that and, like, he's got a girlfriend. Yeah, I it's wanted like, to yeah. see that scene and I <laughs> wanted to see like a
1: progressive animated show in 03. You know what I mean? That would right. have been a cool thing to yeah. see as a fan. You know.
0: Alright, well what did you guys uh, think of this then as the first impressions of this?
1: Much better Penguin than the other one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's referring to Batman vs. Dracula. Yes, everybody. exactly. Check that out, episode <laughs> out. Um, it's the first time he's
0: not voiced by Paul Williams. Okay. it's not the same right, voice. You right. probably know it's not the same voice as the animated yeah. series. Yeah, it was a little bit off. It's, uh, yeah, it's David Ogden Stiers who uh, does a ton of voices. He was Cogsworth in Beauty and the Beast.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, that name is really, really familiar. Yeah, he does a yeah. ton of shit, so it just yeah. seems...
0: But I agree that it is kind of... It feels... I don't know, something's off because I'm so used to the Paul Williams yeah, voice right. that I'm just like, eh, it's not the same.
1: This movie was like, it was okay. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> I, I like that there were several Batwomen, which yeah. was, that was the best part about it's it. It's a cool twist. It's a cool yeah. twist, but it's like ultimately, like especially after Return of the Joker, I love that one. Yeah. It's probably on the lower end of the ones that we've re- re- reviewed for the podcast. Oh,
0: it's definitely the weakest of the animated ones Yeah, we've seen right. So far. I'm not the only yeah. one thinking that. Okay. No, 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 yeah. Yeah? Like it, okay. it, it's it would have been yeah. fine as like a <laughs> t- as like a two parter in the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. since yeah. it's a movie and you're comparing it, we've got like look at the standard that we've had so far. Yeah. this just feels like it's gone in the different direction. And I don't even think it's like a new writer or anything. The writer is Michael Reeves, who contributed yeah. to writing Phantasm. It was
1: solid. Yeah, it was like solid. but there's a lot going on. Like especially we're watching these movies as adults now, yeah. and it's like we have a gadget introduced in the beginning. That's just like, what, Sub-Zero, I think. In the end on a boat, just like Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero, yeah. Yeah, so it's just like, there's definitely like a lot of parallels going on here.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, What did you think, Wolfie? Same Uh. stuff? (laughs) Yes, I noticed. Wow, you're positive. (laughs) That's for you, Matt Herring. That's for you, bro. (laughs) Yeah, like the Return of the Joker was amazing. Just looking at it, like, damn, this is a different level than the TV show. And this one is kind of like, it feels like watching Saturday Morning again. Yeah, it's a romantic comedy type Batman thing, yeah.
1: I kept asking uh, Wolfie when we were watching it, do we still not know who Batwoman is? (laughs) Like, I thought it was going to be easier than this. Yeah, yeah, that's why it's called Mystery of the Batwoman. Yeah, right, right, right. I
0: will say this is probably the most female representation in a Batman movie, period. Either live action or animated, yeah, rather than just Mystery of the Batwoman. Yeah.
1: It was probably a marketing thing, like, hey, we want these woman characters there, but we want people to just accidentally pick this up at seven eleven right. thinking it's a Batman movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. That's true. <laughs> That's
0: true. I think uh, let's see. One of the other things that came up is there's an obvious one of the obvious red herrings is the name of the one of the name of the female leads is Kathy Duquesne. And yeah. Kathy Kane was the name of the uh, one the Batwoman in the original appearance. So they were deliberately yeah, right, right. being like, you know, if you're a comic book fan, you're watching this, and it's like well, she's obviously Batwoman, and Bruce Wayne's on the same track, and yeah. then you have that twist where Batwoman shows up at the Iceberg Lounge at the same time, and you're like, wait a minute, that can't so be. This time, was it... the Batwoman already in the comic? Yeah, she showed up in the '50s. Okay. Oh yeah. shit,
1: really? Yeah, and we'll... she was separate from Batgirl. Uh,
0: Maybe yeah, then? yeah. We'll uh, we'll talk in terms of the the comic history um, after the break, but uh, in terms of this movie, I thought it was clever how they, they turned that turned that on you as well as introduced these other characters. Okay. And not all of them are, like, thankfully not all of them are, like, pining for Bruce Wayne, you know, because cause they could have easily turned that uh, Rocky character into, like, oh, she also has a crush on Bruce. But yeah, then right. when it made it about, like, no, I'm trying to release my boyfriend right. from jail and from prison and everything, then I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Um, same thing with Sonya uh and she could have just been any like a montoya replacement which she kind of seemed to be in the beginning we and then that it, it, yeah, we, yeah we talked about that yeah <laughs> uh, let's see other things outside of yeah there's a different voice actors in a lot of these so paul williams did not voice penguin there's a different bane actor okay it's uh, yeah. hector elizondo as opposed to uh, paul silva uh who was bane in the regular cartoon uh, Tim Drake is different, because I think the yeah. original Tim Drake had aged out at that point and wouldn't sound young enough.
1: Oh, Because uh, wow. the last... Okay. Yeah.
0: Matthew Valencia, uh, who last voiced him in Return of the Joker, but that was 2000. This is like three oh, years yeah. later. You imagine you're casting Teenager. Right. His voice probably has dropped to, you know, Kevin Conroy levels at that point. <laughs> so they need somebody else.
1: I am Robin now.
0: Yes. Uh, let's see. Carlton Duquesne was voiced by Kevin Michael Richardson, who we remembered because he two years later would be the Joker in Batman versus Dracula. Oh, that's right, yeah. So, that that's was kind of right. cool. Oh,
1: yeah, that makes sense.
0: Let's see. Rupert Thorne is an interesting addition to this because he, he was a part of the animated show. He doesn't have that big of a role in this, but... Uh, He's like
1: a, got a, a line and a half, right? Pretty much.
0: Yeah, but he this is the, actually the final performance of John Vernon, who voiced Thorne in the oh, in the cartoon shit. show and in this movie. So, uh, he died a couple of years later, but this was his final performance okay. uh, of all time. So, uh, that's... that's uh, that's it when it comes to actor trivia in this. Um, when you were watching it, did you have a suspicion in terms of who Batman, or not Batman, who Batwoman was while um, going through? Like, for sure it's Kathy, or for sure it's Rocky, or whatever? I
1: thought, just, I thought it was a blonde. You thought it was Rocky? Was, yeah, Rocky. Yeah, I don't she know. She has why. a name, Andrew. Rocky. <laughs> Rocky yeah. The white one.
0: Well, also, she seems to have. The most likely, like Clark Kent type persona of like, yeah. oh, like I'm the unassuming one because I'm just the clumsy nerd. Wh- whereas like Kathy's like the headstrong mob daughter, and Sonya's a cop. So then it's like, okay, she seems to be the least obvious. Therefore, she's kind of the most obvious.
1: It's the only one. The the Rocky's the only one that really uh, showed like fighting prowess uh, out of the suit. Oh yeah, that's true so too. So that's that, and plus the metal thing. So mm. yeah. So that was my reasoning. True. Yeah. That was Kelly Ripa, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. That's <laughs> I just, weird.
0: It feels weird now listening to it. I'm just like, I, I just, I'm just, i just picturing basically the daytime talk show. I'm not really yeah. picturing yeah. the character. Uh, yeah, well, she was in the, uh, I think she was in the animated series, or at least she played, yeah. she voiced a, background she a lot, she yeah. She was Harley later on. Later on. Who's yeah. the original
1: Harley voice? Arlene Sorkin. Oh, that's right. You told yeah. us that, yeah. yeah. I don't know why we can't retain that info. <laughs> 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 Let's see. Uh, Arlene. <laughs> Arlene Sorkin. Um, Arlene Ar- Sorkin.
0: Ar- Ar- yeah, Arlene Sorkin is uh, Paul Dini's friend from college. Okay. Um, I haven't talked to her in a while, but I did meet her at one point.
1: she from Jersey?
0: Uh, I think so, actually. Oh, wow. Well. She uh, is married to one of the co-creators of Modern Family. Oh, and so she
1: doesn't need this shit anymore. Well, no, she doesn't.
0: <laughs> um, and... <laughs> Basically, Paul Genie and Duroy. She's
1: had to outside of this shit. <laughs>
0: uh, yes, she is. I've been to her Batman house. Man, who? Have oh, you been to her house? <laughs> yes. Oh, she signed man. a couple of Harley things for me, but one of the one of the things yeah. that. Get out of here, you. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> no, I, I. It's funny. We're talking about Harley in a, for a movie that doesn't even feature her, but uh, I found out that I was going to have to deliver something as an intern to her house. Oh, shit. Or a production company I was working for. I'm just like, it can't be the same. But then I like, I call in because they have, you know, rich people have that gate where you, you press, you dial in yeah. and everything for the intercom. So she comes out. I'm just like, this has got to be her. So I just said, by the way, I'm a huge fan of everything the animated series and Harley yeah. Quinn and everything. And she hugged me and she'd come inside, you know, oh, and everything. And I would totally like be down to talk about. The, the show and Batman and everything so yeah. she told me about how she was Paul Dini's friend in college and when it came time for Dini to come up with a hench woman or a hench person for right. Joker he was like well let me think about it and he saw Arlene on Days of Our Lives where her character was in a dream sequence dressed up as a jester what and, he, and he's like <laughs> yeah what? and he's like that's my character and so he created Harley Quinn and and told her like you are the only person I imagine playing this character. Let's let's make this happen.
1: What's the ultimate Batman Wikipedia? Is it just Wikipedia? My brain. Oh well, other no. than
0: that. Um, <laughs> Batman. doubt I don't know. The problem. My problem with the Wikipedia that are out there for Batman. DC Wikia. Even those, I'm just like they're they're very they're like shallow. Like we've done deeper dives than what you can find shit. on Wiki on Wikipedia. Yeah. We ain't so
1: basic bats. <laughs> So uh, I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't
0: really. I don't really have much that's a on great that. Story. Yeah. No. It. It is. That's that is the original. Uh, that's the origin of Harley. Maybe we can talk more about it when we get to the Birds of Prey stuff in February. Yes. But that is. Preview, y'all. Yeah. February. <laughs> February. But then later on for uh, Arkham City, I think. Yeah, I think for Arkham City is when Tara Strong officially took over oh, for yeah. the voices of Harley and everything. She does a great impression of uh, what Arlene did, but I think Arlene's last performance as Harley was in the Arkham Asylum game.
1: Oh shit. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, uh, let's see. Other than that, what I do like is Batman is very much a detective in this. Yeah. It's called yeah. mystery of the Batwoman. It's yeah. every single <clears throat> animated movie we've seen so far has definitely enhanced on the detective aspects. Yeah. Fan mask of phantasm is a mystery sub zero, maybe not as much, but still yeah, like him much, trying yeah. to figure out like where Barbara is. Um, Return of the Joker, obviously, that's a that's a big one. Like, how the fuck is Joker back? Like, there's right. always a central mystery at the core of these, and you didn't have that in any of the live action movies no. ever. So, it's definitely it's cool much have more that.
1: at the core of this one. Yeah, yeah, it's especially when he, plot. yeah,
0: when he figures yeah. out that it's all three of them. Yeah. And they confront Sony with all the evidence and everything. I'm just right. like, okay, this is prime, world's greatest detective Batman here. Right, right, right. Uh, other things Man, I, pre- the cowl, he's on yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what I appreciate about like the animated series version is that you can tell when he's Bruce and when he's in Batman mode, but just not in the costume yet. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed though when he was like I'm just going to go into the mall, right? And he goes to follow her and all he does is just stand around and suddenly she goes to him. I'm like, "Well, wait a minute, that's too easy." Like if anything, you should go to her or anything, she shouldn't be sure to trust. Like make it tough on on the situation. What Maybe early thirties. The thing that's kind of like I don't know is the whole Barbara calling him, right. and she just oh she's God. going to college. The, the
1: <laughs> see, like... I, I can see where you're coming from on that. <clears throat> yeah, but I feel like that's uh, he, she doesn't want Batman cheating on her with a female crime-fighting partner, I, I th- not a romantic partner.
0: I, I know, but Bruce Timm is a huge proponent of Batman Batgirl romance. Oh, okay. So that's what the implication is. I, get, I chose to read that, too, when I first yeah. saw this as an innocent kid in 2003. But <laughs> now I'm, I'm like... A, I'm a dirtbag. Because
1: uh, <laughs> remember... She, college age <clears throat> is Bruce has okay, to be, bro.
0: <clears throat> Bruce has to be old enough to have gone through all the training, then to become Batman, then to adopt Robin, see Dick Grayson grow up from like the little kid in Robin's Reckoning right. to like the college kid... Yeah. So that's at least, like, 12 years, right? And then adopts Tim Drake. And now Barbara's going to college. Bruce must be 35, going on 40. Like, yeah. it's that's weird. Like, I don't know why Bruce Tim has this fixation on it. I'm always just like, Barbara, Gordon, and Dick Grayson is, makes way more sense to me.
1: Right, yeah. I don't feel like I need that either.
0: Yeah. Well, we saw that with Killing Joke, too, in the yeah, Killing Joke movie. Was I was ridiculous. like, what the fuck?
1: That was the most egregious thing. He just flat out, <laughs> his, let's just do it. Yeah. I'm it in. Yeah. <laughs> we need to add more screen time to make this a feature. <laughs> they should have just kept it to
0: the fucking comic. Oh, well. You can I mean, listen to our Killing Joke episode. How about just make
1: episode. a 40-minute thing and save some money and make the fans happy, too? The fans
0: would have been happy with just a straight adaptation. You don't need a prologue. I feel like we're just repeating what we said in 2016 yeah, when this thing came yeah, out. But yeah, yeah. this is how strongly we feel about this, guys.
1: Yeah it's it's dumb killing <laughs> I'm sure there's
0: I think there are fan edits of people who just edited out the beginning and you just had to start easy. with be yeah all you easy. do is just not have the or beginning the
1: the I actually have not seen that
0: the, you haven't seen any of these handmade movies
1: <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy them I just I'm discovering most of them through the
0: podcast at this point I'm going to be surprised if you have seen the that's anime true, movie we're going to come up with that's true yeah <laughs> Let's see. Other thing I appreciate is that uh, with, with Bane. I saw know. Justice
1: League Dark where he fights a shit monster. Okay, what well the you know fuck that, is that all about?
0: Wait, I don't remember the shit I monster. some shenanigans going on at W. Well, th- that's the only R rated animated one. No, Killing Joke is. It's never mind. a monster yeah, it's made of shit. One. I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, that, that, was, that was shitty. Sure, what I remember about that movie. Yeah, not back. It wasn't that great. <laughs> uh, one of the other <laughs> things I appreciate about
0: this movie is Bane, not necessarily his role in it because he has, has a small role, but uh, when his venom tubes get cut. Yeah. He's like, I can still crush you. And I'm just like, yes, thank you, because yeah, I'm tired of this whole, yeah. like, Batman just has to slice off the, the tubes with a battering, and right. suddenly he's like right. a weakling. I'm like, right. that's terrible design. It's terrible. Yeah, because it's, it, it's all out there. We saw that Batman and Robin, you can kind of argue, was kind of like that in Dark Knight Rises, even though it's a different purpose for it, but all he did was just slice the thing, and suddenly Tom Hardy is just, like, whimpering. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> how do you eat? Like, yeah, I know, right? Right. Right, right, right. Yeah, like, I I always point to the very, like, I I point to the fight between him and the John Paul Valley Batman in the comic where I think John Paul Valley slices the tubes. And that's, like, maybe a quarter into the fight, and Batman still nearly kicks his ass. So, like, it it just goes to show, yeah, Bane does. Bane nearly kills John Paul Valley, but um, John ends up, you know, taking him out. Uh, But it, it just goes to show, like, he doesn't need the Venom. In order to be strong. He doesn't need the venom in order to fight you. Right, right It's just right. a bonus. You right. slice the tubes, but like you still gotta fight this dude. Right. So those are the main thing. So uh when we get back from the break, we will hmm? No, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> when we get back from the break <laughs> when we go back to the break, we will cover uh the history of the Batwoman.
1: Hey everybody, it's Andrew. I just wanted to tell you about our friend Israel's retro gaming shop retroco if you go to retro ko.com you'll be able to see all of his retro gaming goodies if you wanted to get that sega saturn hidden gem from back in the day or if you wanted to get the famicom disk system that you never got as a kid, or any other type of retro game that you were into, or uh, import game, please go to retroco.com. That's retro-ko.com. And if you use the super house code Johnson's Ballsack, you'll be able to get a little bit of a discount at checkout. So please, once again, if you could just go to RetroCo.com, you can also go to Facebook.com RetroCo with no hyphen. That's R-E-T-R-O-K-O. You'll be able to find him on Facebook as well. If you were looking for that PlayStation import game that you never got, if you were looking for that Mega Drive game that you never got, or any other kind of retro game, any import game, it could even be European. Israel also curates bundles at RetroCo, and he'll curate that bundle just for you. So please, go check him out. If you put in the code Johnson's Ballsack at checkout, you'll receive a Superhouse discount.
0: And we're back. So we're going to cover not the mystery of the Batwoman, but the history of Batwoman in the comics. I like that copy there, Ben. See what I did there. So... (laughs) Right now, she's known for being the, uh, you know, lesbian superhero, the lead on a CW show. But way before that is uh, the 1950s is when she was created. Batman and Robin were the main heroes at that point. And their were, comics were kind of in trouble because this is when the shrink, Frederick Wortham, came up with oh. Seduction of the Innocent. Yeah. And claimed that Batman and Robin were in a homosexual relationship. Yeah. Yeah, and that this was tainting the minds of the readers. That's the worst thing ever.
1: <clears throat> yes, that is the worst. For someone thing ever. to be gay, it's the worst. Yes, this goes
0: goes to show <laughs> the time period. Especially Batman. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um. And around that time, they were all. his already, name is Dick. <laughs> they were all Can you run that by me
1: one more time? <laughs> <laughs> they wear tights at night, sleeping that they are <laughs> There's some there's some uh, panels where they sleep in the same bed, too. Yeah, there's though. some
0: panels where they sleep in the same bed. Yeah. The fact that it, it's, That's not good. <laughs> it's him and this other kid and this another really support our case here guys. Another <laughs> man who's Alfred. Like it's three men in the same place. They right. wear tights, they go out at night in their nighttime activities, they shy away from relationships with women, like so we them was talking about this as if this was like this was wrong in the seduction of the innocent. So it's one thing to theorize that they're gay. It's another thing to say they're gay and this is wrong and you should no longer be reading comics and you know partially because of homophobia and also because of relating it into just the whole comic genre in general so DC Comics is like well we gotta find ways to combat this which is why they created Aunt Harriet Oh, yeah. is so that there is a, a motherly figure in Wayne Manor. And then they're just For like, the show,
1: though, right? Not for the comics. Uh,
0: I think she showed up in the comics at one point. She was in the comics slightly was, before, probably? I think so, yeah. Okay. I'll have to look that up. And if not, then I'll just correct myself in a future episode. <laughs> um, I'm not Corrections a department. big Aunt Harriet fan. You don't know so. everything about Aunt Harriet? Come on, bro. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Aunt Harriet is Dick Grayson's aunt, though. And oh, Akiva really? Goldsman, whenever he references her in his scripts, he makes it seem that she's Bruce Wayne's aunt. So, sorry Akiva, but she's problem. she's
1: mainly in the 66 Batman, so everybody our dad's age thinks that she's part of like regular Batman lore, but she's not she's just in that fucking iteration mainly yeah, yeah. mainly Yeah, or if she
0: was in a comic, she was in like one com- No, she was not she wasn't she was definitely in the comics. I got to look up before it was before or after the series cuz there was well they first they invented the old woman and then that's when they brought a <laughs> Batwoman to be like Guess what? Batman's not gay, guys, because he has this love interest.
1: So Batwoman is older than Batgirl. Yeah. Okay. Batwoman right. came
0: way before Batgirl by a good uh, No, 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 after Catwoman. But for I think it's it's because of that Catwoman was a villain and like he're yeah, always putting him stuff that like, it doesn't much. matter. Yeah, 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 because I got you. You can't have Batman with criminal. Okay. So he's always going to turn down Catwoman and that's always going to look like Batman's gay because he's turning down <laughs> this sexy woman who's coming after him.
1: I got to give Wortham credit Mad props for the name "Seduction of, of the, the Innocent." innocent. Yeah. Oh my god! Marketing, from marketing standpoint, this motherfucker had it. Like that is fucking that is amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing, right? It's incredible <laughs> right. just by the name alone.
0: It was, it was good marketing on his part. Yeah.
1: Was there a guy named William Boring or something? Literally, his name was Boring.
0: Wayne Boring. Wayne he Boring. He was an artist, I think. Okay, yeah. yeah. So Kathy Kane shows up in Detective Comics two thirty three in nineteen fifty six as Batwoman. She has like this bright yellow and red and black outfit. She catches Batman Robin by surprise. So this is the this is not a sanctioned vigilante in Batman, kind of like in Mystery of the Batwoman. Yeah, she just kind of randomly shows up. She's a copycat. If anything, she's kind of the first copycat Batman, kind of like you know the copycat. So copycats that's in that's right
1: into the original DNA because they they kind of kept that aspect o- across the years, right? Like the, whole, the fact she's, that she's she's not brought under Batman's wing and right, yeah. like doesn't grow up with them like Batgirl and Robin. Right, she's, already, like she's a
0: copycat hero. She's already around Bruce's age. Anyway, yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah, she, yeah. Wouldn't, yeah.
1: she wants to make it seem like she's connected with him probably to the people outside, but right. internally she, ma- she doesn't care maybe. So she
0: shows up, Batman doesn't approve of her, but we find out that she is uh, sort of In Behind the Mask, socialite Kathy Kane, who's kind of like the female equivalent to Bruce Wayne, another rich heiress type who is spending her days in. She doesn't have any sort of My Parents Were Killed origin. She kind of just wants to help out. That's cool. There's not much more more to. I I mean, I guess so, but (laughs) there's not much depth to her, but it was the 50s. That's true.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) She's a grown ass woman. Yeah, she doesn't
0: have that aspect to it. So it's just like I'm doing this because I want because it's right and I have fun doing it. Batman's like, you know, you can't, you can't do this. You got to be sanctioned for vigilante. <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> I
1: have to approve of you, a steward
0: of the law. Well, he claims that it's also because he's looking out for her because he doesn't know her training because he's personally okay. trained Robin, but he doesn't know her and he's like, you could get hurt. So it's always about that. She would instead of having a utility belt. She had a utility purse, so her <laughs> all were very... My, the, a lot of the garages were rooted in cosmetics. <laughs> Lipstick, compacts, bracelet, hairnets, like, all that
1: type of stuff. I mean, to play devil's advocate a little bit, it is kind of good ninja way to fucking carry some shit. You know, like, hide yeah, in plain like, sight. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: and later on, they introduced her cousin, Betty Kane, who became... The first Batgirl, now that's oh, Batgirl okay. with a hyphen, and that's gotcha. she was a little a teenage blonde girl who was supposed to be the love interest for Robin, and uh, she gotcha. didn't have so he f- doesn't seem gay. Yeah, so he doesn't seem gay. <laughs> and um, instead of the full cow, she just had the mask and the blonde hair. So that's kind of what Alicia Silverstone takes after in uh, Batman That's gotcha. Robin is that's off the original Batgirl. That's <laughs> why <laughs> <laughs> oh my it's Batwoman God. and Batgirl. Well, later on they would revamp all of these because right now it's like 1950s ridiculousness and then around like 1964 the new editor of DC Comics is like this is too busy this is like Batman, Batwoman Robin and Batgirl and Ace the Bat Hound and Might were all like in adventures <laughs> <Bat-mite>. <laughs> and they would do stuff like go back in time or go to different planets and the editor's like that's not like suddenly every fucking hero is like going back in time and planets and like everybody's interchangeable right. Yeah, yeah probably yeah exactly that's why Grant Morrison later on said that in his mind every Batman comic is canon and all the stuff about time travel or planets is just Batman having been overdosed too much on like fear di- gas and yeah. Joker venom and yeah. stuff so yeah, which yeah. makes way more sense
1: yeah so he ties it all together yeah, it, it works so well <laughs> so they end up writing yeah. out the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <The> mad tri-
0: <laughs> Batman mad trip dark trip <laughs> Dark, trip. Dark trip. There you go.
1: That is actually pretty cool. Grant Morrison, where are you, man? I've shaken your mighty hand before at a panel. Oh yes, uh, I have. Uh, nice. I have shaken. I'll go. Yeah,
0: I'll go a little bit into Grant Morrison stuff in a bit. But the, what happened was they stopped. They stopped writing Batwoman and Batgirl into the 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 comics. In 1964.
1: Call us all that. They, they they don't care if they were gay or not anymore. They're they, they like... Yeah,
0: it was like 10 years later, and they're just like, we need to streamline everything, because yeah. sure, we got Batman's adventures with Robin, Batwoman, Batgirl, and Ace the Bat-Hound, but we also have Superman with Supergirl, Jimmy Olsen being his pal, uh, and uh, Crypto the Superdog. Like, everybody's got a whole bunch of... Everybody's got a family of superheroes. Everybody's Jimmy Olsen got has a his own pet. fucking
1: comic line even back then. Yeah,
0: Jimmy Olsen has his own thing. Superman's pal yeah. was a name
1: or something like... Internet. Like that's the whole fucking comic. Him fucking <laughs> being an internet yeah, ex- newspaper <laughs> company. <laughs> 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 like that, but that's how popular this shit was. I think at the time.
0: If you think about it, uh, all Stan Lee had to do was have give uh, Jimmy Olsen spider powers and turn that into Spider Man.
1: Pretty much, yeah. yeah. It was like so similar. Yeah. So
0: in 66 is when they're just like, let's do a new Batgirl because the new show is popular and yeah. we want a new female presence in that. So that's when they created the Barbara Gordon Batgirl, who's obviously the one who stayed. Right. But occasionally Kathy Kane would come back. And in the 70s or so, she was brought back in a Ra's Ghoul story where she was killed off supposedly by uh, a brainwashed version of uh, Ben Turner, a.k.a. the Bronze Tiger. So that was the end of her for okay. the time being. But then Grant Morrison, years later, ended up completely rewriting that. Okay. So, first off, he took note of the fact that her name was Kathy Kane. Obviously, the Kane part being named after Batman's quote-unquote creator, <laughs> uh, Bob Kane. If you guys want to know why I said that, please check out our episode, Return to Batman by Bob Kane, <laughs> where we reviewed his treatment of the 1980s treatment that he wrote. And Batman and Bill. <clears throat> and and Batman and Bill, yeah. Uh, but... Uh, later on, as a tribute to Bob Kane, they said that Martha's maiden name was Kane.
1: Oh, yeah. Martha okay. Kane.
0: But then it's just like, wait Martha. a minute. So does that mean that Batman's love interest <laughs> was related to him? Oh, God. So, Here we go. Uh, Grant Morrison came up with a way around it where by saying that her birth name was Kathy Webb, and she married young to Nathan Kane, Martha's brother. Okay so she's kind of like his step-aunt kind of thing and then Nathan yeah Nathan died
1: (laughs) (laughs) while watching this movie (laughs) Uh,
0: Nathan died and she ended up getting uh, roped into the spy organization called Spiral and so she's kind of a not just a vigilante but she's also like a secret operative for this organization and her okay. father is like this Nazi criminal scientist dude okay. who runs it. So that's how she got involved with that and Morrison of course reveals that she faked her death in that old Wazzle Ghoul story where she was supposedly killed, and that she's actually alive and she's working as a, as an assassin who helps out Batman at the end of the Did story. Did he change
1: any kind of like personality traits, quirks, um, uh, family history, how he relates, she I relates mean, to Bruce? The like family shit like history
0: that. is basically what I just described, where she okay. married uh, Bruce's uncle okay. way back, and then his uncle died, and she was a widower. I mean, she was a widow, and then she kind of just took on the Batwoman thing. But, uh, and then her being part of the secret agent. Uh, organization sort of informs how she acted okay. as a Batwoman. So that's how they sort of wrapped up the Kathy Kane stuff. And then later on in 2005 or so is when the storyline 52 came out and they decided to do their own new version of Batwoman. And this one was going to be named Kate Kane. And sort of as a an ironic twist on the fact that Batwoman was originally created in the 50s to say Batman and Robin aren't gay... Right. They made this Batwoman gay. So they made her a lesbian. Ah, yeah. <laughs> She's an army veteran. And she was introduced as an ex girlfriend to Montoya.
1: What year was this when she they finally wrote her like this? 2005. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. It was rebirth. Yeah. I mean, When well, uh, no, 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 no. uh, well, New 52. It was
0: before New 52. Before it was New 52. Was called 52. Oh, yeah. And that's And later right. on, they, yes, they yes, did yes. New 52. So she shows up as Batwoman. And that's when you get the red hair and the red bat insignia on the chest, all the things that we now associate with with Batwoman.
1: That New Fifty Two artwork, uh, on New Fifty Two, it was yeah. incredible. Yeah, I love yeah. that Batwoman. Those covers, I mean. We talked
0: uh, about JH uh, Williams. Yeah, those yeah. covers.
1: Those are, oh, man, awesome. Some uh, of the best art. of New Fifty Two. It's art. So that
0: yeah. Mouth
1: was her mouth covered? Mm. I don't think her mouth I don't think is so, covered. No. A lot of Batgirls like Robin's. <laughs> <of> girls. <laughs> 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 Let's see. The first it. time I ever saw that was with cosplay, and I was like, "What is going on here?" Yeah. But all right,
0: she's like a mute because she was. She's also a lesbian? Mm, I don't think so. Not
1: right. everybody's a lesbian. Okay, man. <laughs> Not every
0: female in this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: no, she was raised by David Kane, who was one of Bruce Wayne's mentors, and he was an assassin. And he raised her so that her language was violence. So she showed up during No Man's Land and uh, helped save Commissioner Gordon because Two-Face had hired Kane to take out Commissioner Gordon. Okay. she knew that it was going to be her dad. So she went up against him and they decided, hey, since she's been helping out and she wants to help out and she has these skills, uh, she gets christened to be the new Batgirl by uh, Barbara Gordon herself. Okay. Because Barbara was pissed about the fact that Huntress was posing as Batgirl beforehand. Okay, so this Cassandra was the first back row after Barbara Gordon to get the blessing uh of that, and uh because of the, this <laughs> new
1: what are you drinking there a- man? <laughs> Tell the audience, God,
0: <laughs> please pay us hanson's,
1: <laughs> oh my gosh
0: <laughs> <laughs> so pop water one each episode. <laughs> And so later on, they said, hey, Martha Kane is the maiden name to Bruce's mom. And we've got okay. Kate Kane. So let's just make it his cousin. Okay. So, kissing cousin. No, not kissing cousins. It. Well, because. Like, <laughs> Damn it.
1: First cousin. It's not like she's
0: going to be into Bruce anyway. So now we have. It looks Damn like, it. While Thomas Wayne seems to have been an only child like Bruce, Martha appears to have had at least three siblings. She had. Oh, I never even
1: thought about yeah, this.
0: She had Nathan, who was the one who, in Grant Morrison's. Era married Kathy Webb to turn her into Kathy Kane, not to be confused with Kate Kane. Um, and then there's. Have all those writers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Battle of the Canes. Um, and then there's. And then there's Jacob Kane, who is the father to Batwoman, Kate Kane, and is kind of her Alfred. Um, and they kind of uh, turned him into more of a, her Commissioner Gordon okay. in, the, in the CW show. Um, and then there's Philip Kane in the new 52. Who was the guy who kind of runs Wayne Enterprises? He's kind of like the Charles Palantine character I talked oh, about in yeah. the Bruce Wayne episode or Rutger Howard's character in Batman Begins, where he's running Wayne Enterprises and um, ends up getting blackmailed and becoming part of the Red Hood gang and gets killed by the head Red Hood before that guy dunks it into the chemicals and becomes Joker. Uh, so, Batman has a whole bunch of uncles. Uh, one's dead, one's still alive and helping Batwoman, and the other one, oh, is also dead and was killed by the Joker so that's what happens when you're related to Bruce so you either become a vigilante or you get killed uh, and oh my god and at one point uh ben was cursed yeah Kate and we end up getting introduced to Kate's other cousin uh, Betty and that's where Betty Kane comes in remember the first okay. Batgirl they decided yeah. to revamp her and her new name is Flamebird I think Flamebird <laughs> I think that's like dippy down- parents yeah I oh, think man. that's a downgrade from... Uh, from
1: Betty Crocker? <laughs> from,
0: <laughs> from Batgirl, but... Oh, well, I wouldn't want to be called <laughs> a superhero name. That doesn't sound very intimidating. Is like sparrow? There's probably some Sparrow, yeah.
1: Peregrine. Peregrine. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Falcon, I guess Condor. because it's like,
0: there's Batwoman, so you could also, instead of Robin, it's some other bird. I albatross?
1: Guess.
0: Maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah albatross or <laughs> the thing. So... I, Then, obviously, more recently, CW did their own adaptation of Batwoman uh, right now where uh, they kept a lot of the same elements. So she's also lesbian. She's also an Army veteran. Her dad's still around, um, though instead of being sort of the guy who's like her Alfred helping her out, he's kind of the Commissioner Gordon type who is kind of hunting down this random vigilante copycat. Uh, She's assisted by Luke Fox, who is Lucius Fox's son in the comics. Uh, I don't think Betty is in it, but it looks like Betty's been replaced by a stepsister character who's kind of like this doctor who helps treat her in the clinic and stuff. And, okay. And uh, is probably, I'm predicting, going to be primed to become like her future sidekick and shit. So um, the show has been all right. Uh, I'm mainly watching a lot of the CW shows right now to prime for Crisis on Infinite Earths. Right? Yeah, yeah. So
1: I'm gonna just jump right in, bro. You're gonna be so lost, but okay, <laughs> <laughs> we'll do this. <laughs> I'll, I'll explain
0: everything in the pod. I think I'll be all right. That we'll do afterwards.
1: <laughs> Jumping right in, not preparing <laughs> whatsoever.
0: <laughs> no wiki reading. And uh, let's see. The the one cool thing that they had in there is it's only in one fucking scene, but at one point, Batwoman's gonna need God. She's gonna need night vision. Right, and she asks Luke Fox, you know, I'm going to need goggles. And Luke Fox says, and I don't know if there's a reaction to the Justice League Batman suit, but Luke Fox says, Batman doesn't do goggles. No, that's, that's <laughs> definitely a reaction. <laughs> that's definitely a reaction, and so the bro. next fight scene we right see. Now don't bring it up. Yeah, don't bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> Any Release the Snyder Cut fans are going to fucking rip into that. But anyway, uh, so the next scene that we see. It won't be great. Yeah, the next scene that we see <laughs> is a
1: <laughs> I have a trench coat, even though I have a cape. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had one explanation for that in our Justice
0: League rewrite. Please check it out just to link the time travel cut on youtube uh, was a knee slap. <laughs> <laughs> So after Batman doesn't use goggles, uh, we got to a fight scene with her night vision, but instead of night vision goggles or anything like that, she's got the lenses. Okay. The white lenses. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. looks fantastic. It's the best version of the lenses I've seen. A On lot any of times, suit
1: in live action ever.
0: In any of the Batman suits where they've tried to do it, because they tried to yeah. do it Batman Forever, they tried to do it in Dark Knight. But the problem is like they made the lenses like more part of the cowl. Yeah. So it looks a little clunky as opposed to making it looking like the actual eyes. Because the problem with making it part of the cowl is that it doesn't move. I got a anything. question
1: about this actually though. Yeah. Like how do I say this? Whenever you were reading the comics yeah. growing up, yeah. did you expect those eyes to be to literally be lit up like that because I always envisioned that even as a kid I took that as an artistic choice I never really saw that as like oh they have to be white in um, in real in real life adaptations
0: growing, well growing up I I grew up with the 89 movies so I'm just I, I didn't it didn't really come together to me until later on when I saw uh, the fan film Batman Dead End where they gave him the white eyes. Oh, yeah, that's right. And yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Like, that can actually come to life, and that's fucking cool. And that's, it is that's, cool that's that's it's that closer, it's
1: closer to the look for sure. It, it
0: is closer to the look. It's debatable on whether or not that's um, that's going to be good for a long-term thing because people can talk about, like, oh, like look at Deadpool and stuff like that or, or look at what they did in, in this one scene in Batwoman. But, you know, I'm, I don't have a preference either way. I like yeah. the idea of it. I think it's something that he should switch on and off if you're going to yeah, put it in rather yeah. than something that he has the whole time. Um, because as you've noticed, there's a lot of the superhero films have more of an annoying tendency than than the comics to have their hero unmasked randomly in fight scenes or yeah, at the yeah, end or yeah, something. Yeah. Because the wants to show his unmasked. or her face. Yeah, every Spider-Man's unmasked in the final fight. If yeah, you that, right, right, like right, every right. single one. Right, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, keep your right. fucking mask on.
1: Keep your fucking mask Keep on. Keep your fucking mask your fucking on. You're fucking superhero, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: At least, like, I think all, the, nearly all the Batman movies are only. Oh yeah, where he doesn't doesn't even take it off. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah.
1: well, that's nah, yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Anyways, that is what I got on Batwoman. Not as deep as our usual deep dives, but it's a light movie and super to talk pick about,
1: apart question right now. Sure. Uh, there's a. Robin, I think, is reading a comic that says mutants on it, and Penguin references Wolverines. So is there some sort of, like, one of the dudes worked with X-Men? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Could just be a tribute to it. I would have to look that one up.
1: It's just, it's two things. That's all it is. Very, very slight. There is very a tendency slight...
0: for DC comic characters, I've noticed, to reference Marvel stuff.
1: Why is that? I
0: don't know, just fun, I guess. Like, yeah. in the Flash, they're always just like, you know, Spider-Sense. Oh yeah, it does make it it, fun. Like Marvel Comics exists in in the Flash show. I
1: think they also talk about Batman and Daredevil comics. They're like, you're not Batman or something like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you notice, there's there's usually some counterpart to it. Like, look at Aquaman and Namor the Submariner. Like, that's kind of obvious.
1: Yeah, they directly go like compete against one another, dude. Yeah, like with Doom Patrol and X-Men. Although X-Men is way better than Doom Patrol, but...
0: Doom Patrol was out before that. Yeah. They
1: came out same year, but months apart, but they must have known each other were working on it. And, I mean, yeah, it's... it's They ripped them off in a way, but they made it something much better, in my opinion. Marvel did. Yeah, it's much more In that yeah, case, varied. yeah. Doom
0: Patrol is still very niche. I mean, I like the TV show, but still feels yeah. more niche than X-Men, where it feels a little bit more accessible. It like of it, yeah. X-Men. Yeah, 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 more accessible yeah. version of that. Yeah,
1: more more punk rock in a way too. I'd say, well, at least a '90s version and on. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, I I was talking to Andrew at one point. I don't think I've put this on the pod, but I was like, I've always wanted to do an alternate story. If, if there's ever, because sometimes Marvel and DC have those crossovers,
1: very like, rarely, but yeah, right? yeah, where yeah,
0: Batman and Daredevil, Batman and Punisher, how do they react to each other? That type of shit, um, and then they have the amalgam series where they combine certain characters. Um, but, yeah, Dark Claw, Dark, Dark Claw for everyone listening, is, is Wolverine and Batman combined.
1: It's too good. Yeah. So I, I, I <laughs>
0: what I'd love to do is do one where it's an alternate universe where what if um, Matt Murdock gets blinded and he's like, I'm as blind as a bat, so I'm going to be Batman. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, Bruce that'd be cool. Wayne is like, I need a symbol to strike fear into the hearts of criminals, so I'm going to put the fear of the devil in them. Yeah. And Bruce yeah, becomes Daredevil. That's badass. Yeah. Yeah, it makes I more sense for them, them to switch. That's yeah. true. That's it true. It makes way more sense for them to switch. And oh, then God. you could you could also, <laughs> and then what <laughs> what I would do is just <laughs> the only main thing is that it's Matt Murdock as Batman, but all the other Batman characters still exist. It's just they just have different relationships to him because he's Matt Gotham. Murdock. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just yeah. Matt Murdock instead of Bruce Wayne, so he's still a lawyer dude not just not a you know a billionaire playboy so you can play around with the stuff that harvey dent is his best friend from law school along with foggy nelson Man, if you're kind of fucking really it. works and then or instead of foggy nelson and then he gets scarred and that's heartbreaking because that was the guy who's been yeah yeah
1: this movie also mystery of the bat it's mm-hmm. like it, it made me think like it, are there any heroes out there any comics and in indie comics or whatever image or whatever where there's a hero where the whole shtick is it's somebody different in the suit every night or there's like a team that's switching off the same person. I'm sure there That'd is. That'd be pretty cool. Um Yeah, that's the I'm whole, not. that's their whole deal.
0: Yeah, I think, I think Batman Incorporated tried to do something like that when Grant Morrison did that where he's just like, okay, now it's Batman Incorporated where like I take all the vigilantes around the world and you all are Batman and you all work for me.
1: And some of those were actual indie comics from France and shit too, right? Like they're real heroes, a real Publications or were over there, the,
0: yeah, or were into DC Comics beforehand. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Um, There's the Japanese when he brought back Lord Deathman. Yeah, that's he, fucking he, incredible. Yeah, he his own. Uh, I think his name was Mister Zero or something like that. Yeah, not to be confused with the Mister Freeze guy, but Mister Zero, something like that, was the Japanese Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's it's a cool idea. Tokyo needs
1: a hero, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's a cool idea.
0: I I always love the Batman incorporated idea, just because it's like it's how much he can spread the legend worldwide. It's, really? like, it's like Batman's more than just one person. It's everybody now, and I can be
1: all over the place. Keep masturbating into those sigils, Grant Morrison, <laughs> that <laughs> chaos magic that you practice. It's
0: like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you the explore, only one that like that, probably. You can explore more, more <laughs> shit with that. Like, I, I don't think Batman Beyond would have worked if you didn't have Bruce Wayne in it at all. It would just be like, okay, now just Brad Bat You need
1: the connection, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, now it's just
0: like it, it's cool to see how he's how he is in old age how does he mentor somebody because we don't really see the mentor bruce wayne as much as you would think Mm because they don't really cover a lot of him training robin and stuff as you would think if you think about it that's not really in a lot of the movies in the cartoons if robin shows up he's already robin in in the 90s cartoon or that type of stuff yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, like, even even Titans takes place after. Yeah, Titans takes place after all that shit has happened. So I'm like, okay, we still missed it. Uh, we've seen right. bits that's and pieces true. of flashbacks, yeah, yeah, but we still true. missed it. Uh, the closest we could have gotten was, um, I know you weren't here for the Batman Forever episode, but in the Batman Forever, the original script by the Bachelors, there was a whole montage about five pages of him training. Dick racing all over the manor and teaching him the stuff in terms of just like, you know, we don't kill. And Dick's like, why not? Like, where's the guns and shit? And like,
1: Bruce just laid down the law on him. Yeah. Where's the guns and shit? Where's the guns, man? You got bazookas, right, Bruce? <laughs> yeah. bazookas only, only on the Batmobile, which I don't <laughs> yeah. use for killing at all. Never once. Never not once. at all. Not Never. even as
0: Ben Affleck. Oh, wait. So that is it for what I got on Mystery of the Batwoman. It's a fun, light, fair. It's not as deep as the other animated movies, so we can't really rank it as high as the other ones. Yeah. But it's still worth watching and still presents the characterization It's well cool to see
1: Batwoman, you know? Yeah. Like, first animated feature? First animated anything?
0: First animated, well, first adaptation of Batwoman at all, I think. I don't right? think she was in anything before
1: this. Right, right, right. So, see, the suit is cool. I always yeah. thought her suit was cool. To me, her suit's kind of cooler than Batgirl, just yeah. my personal preference. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It was it was okay. Is blood Bloodhaven, Bloodhaven a district of, of of Gotham? No, it's a separate city. It is a separate city. It's supposed to be a separate city. Yeah. So one interpretation I heard was that Gotham is somewhere in New Jersey and Metropolis is New York. So they're close, but they're not. They're definitely in different states. But they they've never. There's no real point in really nailing that geography down. Yeah. For I mean, the, I think for the I, most part.
0: Of all the changes that was man versus Superman, it kinda made sense to have it across the river just because it's like you got the two heroes yeah, kind of yeah, thing. So yeah. it only makes sense to have them interact in a more enclosed space as opposed to just exploiting like Bruce flew the plane all the way over to Metropolis right, right, and then right. Clark had it fly over the Gotham. Like it made way more sense to just have it across the river. So that makes right, sense story wise right. on that. Did you have other questions? <laughs> just Very one. important question to, to end this up. What's the
1: what are the West Coast cities in in uh, DC land again? I, no, um Aero, Aero, right? <laughs> Seattle. Yeah. Se- well, just Seattle. What about the fake ones, man? <laughs> Come on, isn't Arrow West Coast?
0: Star well, Star City, Star City yeah. is kinda of supposed to be Seattle. Sometimes oh, yeah, it, that's it, right. it that's switches. Right. Sometimes it switches where Green Arrow is literally in Seattle. Oh, okay. So gotcha. it 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 depends. I think Brian Azzarello did an alternate take. Um, called First Wave where his version of Gotham was also was like West Coast version of Gotham. It was oh, supposed okay. to be in like place of LA. West Coast Avengers kind of thing. Yeah, well it's supposed to be in, his Gotham was basically LA. Okay. Instead, so that was his version of it but also that I was I mean, downtown LA is version. you're getting
1: very similar to Down in LA is Gotham, yeah. Yeah. Every time I drive down there. <laughs> <laughs> Blast that Hans Zimmer music like, Someone's go gotta clean up these streets. Yeah. <laughs> oh man well is that ever i don't know much everybody? about
0: downtown los angeles <laughs> uh,
1: i think that's it all right everybody this is uh this has been another great episode all right yeah please like you said like you said uh check out our patreon It's patreon.com slash Superhouse podcast where you can join the shasta army uh and uh we want to shout out Kookie noms again and alicia again uh and uh yeah if you can join our one dollar tier that'd be cool and also Give us a little write up on iTunes. That that really helps out a lot to increase our exposure. And uh, we are Superhouse podcasts on all the social media. And I'm Thunderwolf Drew on Instagram and Twitter.
0: And we are specifically Superhouse Pod uh, as well on uh, Instagram, where you get to see all the stuff that uh, you might not get to see when just listening to us talk about it.
1: Our Instagram is the most supplemental. Yes. Uh. Well. Yeah. Pretty Two. much more yeah, up to date so. than our YouTube currently. Yes. <laughs> right.
0: Uh, and I am Ben Juan Ryder on Instagram.
1: Check out our video podcast on YouTube, too. You can see us podcast and uh, all the fun, uh, not for every episode, but, but for many episodes. Uh, more on that later. But yeah, check out our YouTube page for that. And uh, Andrew signing off.
0: Ben signing off.